1: If you are a real estate investor, or you want to be an even more successful real estate investor, and you're looking for ways to fund your deals without having to rely on the local banks, the mortgage companies, the hard money lenders, or any lender out there that makes the rules other than yourself, you're in the right place. If this is your first time to the show, I want to welcome you. I'm Jay Conner, the Private Money Authority, and welcome to Real Estate Investing with Jay Conner. Thank you for being a part of a movement where you are almost at 200,000 downloads and listens since we launched the show. I have amazing guests and experts. And in fact, today on today's show, it's no exception. In just a moment, I'm going to be introducing you my special guest. It will be his first time on the show. And what an expert he is. He's all about private money. He raises private money. And so he's a perfect fit for the show. But before I get to my special guest, I just want to let everybody know that I've got a free online class right now, absolutely free, that will take you through the five easy steps of getting private money for your deals. And here it is. Go to www.jayconner.com forward slash money podcast. That's jayconner.com forward slash money podcast and so with that i want to ask everybody also to be sure if you're listening on itunes be sure to subscribe and rate and review if you're watching one of the youtube channels be sure and subscribe put your questions in the comment section below we'll get all your questions answered as it relates to real estate investing and one last thing before i bring my guest on in case you're brand new to the show i just want to let you know who jay connor is My wife, Carol Joy, and I, we've been investing in single family houses in Eastern North Carolina for 16 years. And the first six years, we relied on the local banks to fund our deals, but we got cut off with no notice back in 2009. I was introduced to this wonderful world of private money. And since that time, I've never missed out on a deal because I didn't have the funds. We're not talking hard money. We're not talking institutions. We're not talking mortgage companies. We're not talking banks. We're talking about Private money. And with that, I'm going to bring on my special guest right now, first time on the show. I'm so happy to have my very good friend and buddy, Mr. Dave Parachin. And before I bring him on, let me tell you about Dave. First of all, Dave is self proclaimed, and I believe him, he is the number one acquisitionist in the United States. He understands what real estate investing is all about. He knows how to carve up deals. He knows how to talk to sellers. He knows how to put deals together. He knows how the psychology of a seller works. And because of that, he has borrowed and paid back over $10 million in private funds to his private lenders. He right now has, oh, north, or around 6 or $7 million that he's got out on the streets. He's still raising private money. His actual niche and his target area is in Columbus, Ohio. And I'll tell you what, if you Google, because I have, if you Google him in Columbus, Ohio, he is on the first all five pages on Google He has got dialed in search engine optimization if you want to know how to promote your business. But he's an expert, in addition to that, at buying off-market properties. He knows how to find them. He's got an extensive rental portfolio. So my buddy Dave is all about private money, building the portfolio, and focusing on single-family houses. And what's more important than all that is that his entire package is wrapped in being a servant's heart. I know what it's like. We're in a mastermind together and I know and I've seen Dave give back like nobody else gives back. Dave Perichon, what an honor it is to have you on the show. Welcome, Dave. Good afternoon, everybody. (laughs) Hey, Dave, how are you doing, my man? I just saw you last week and you were awesome last week.
2: Let's rock and roll, man. Let me tell you this real quick. So, when it comes to being the number one acquisitionist for single family, let me clarify that. There's a lot of people who know how to buy mobile home parks better than I do, know how to buy multifamily. But when it comes to single family off market real estate, I will go toe to toe with if you run a acquisitions company. If you're a real estate company, put your best acquisitions guy up against me. We'll do it for charity. And the only thing that's going to come out of that is we're all going to get more deals. But super grateful to be here. Jay, you're somebody I highly respect. I want to get right into this stuff and add as much value to your listeners as I possibly can.
1: I appreciate it, Dave. So let's go ahead and dive right in. I'm going to piggyback off of something you just said and that is you know, put yourself up against any other acquisitionist team. You're fantastic. So here's the question What are the mistakes that most real estate investors who are negotiating with sellers, or what are the mistakes that most acquisitionists make? And what is it that sets you apart from being able to take down more deals?
2: It's super easy that the number one mistake that people make is they don't listen to the seller's needs or understand the seller's needs or know how to hear exactly what's going on. And they just go at every appointment immediately thinking price. And they immediately, you know, am thinking, what can I get this house for rather than what can I do to meet the seller's needs? Because you'd be surprised more times than not, you know, the seller doesn't always need an all cash offer. They don't need the money. Sometimes they just need debt relief or sometimes they have another motive. So I think really what separates somebody experienced like myself in buying off market deals is just slowing the appointment down, understanding the seller's needs and creating an offer that's going to meet their needs and provide a great deal for your portfolio.
1: Well, let's just go ahead and share with my audience how it is that you're qualified to talk about what you're talking about. So how many deals have you done and when did you start?
2: So I've been around the block, you know, I'm 37 right now in 2019 when this is being recorded. And I actually started all the way back in 2005 and I started out in Phoenix, Arizona, and I just went to a couple of RIA meetings and the market was smoking hot in Phoenix and, you know, it was all built on speculation back then. And I just started driving around neighborhoods and finding, you know, boarded up junkers and tracking down the owners and putting them in contract and selling the properties wholesaling is how I got my start. And I was 23 years old. I made well over six figures my very first year doing it. I thought I was on top of the world, but I had no financial literacy whatsoever, Jay. I ended up losing everything and completely going belly up. But that is one of the best things that could have happened to me. Because that made me realize I don't want to just be a flipper my whole life. I want to understand cash flow and I want to build a portfolio. And that's what I've done since that time. I moved to back to Ohio where I'm originally from. My business partner, RJ Pino, had a small wholesaling company here in Columbus, Ohio, where we operate. And we started buying rentals together back in 2012. Started buying rentals with private money. Everything, our entire business, our entire portfolio is built with private money, Jay. So we've done hundreds of transactions. Our current rental portfolio is over a hundred single-family homes. And we're buying more. I put three in contract this past weekend. Right now it's a great time to flip. So we do still do some flipping and whatnot, a little wholesaling here and there to fill the cash flow gaps, but we are all about the buy and hold. And, you know, we're currently raising private capital to buy houses, buy more houses, rent these suckers out. And I'm trying to be like you one day, Jay. I'm trying to have a big net worth and, you know, have money coming out of my ears like you over there.
1: (laughs) All right. So there's three topics I want us to talk about, if time permits, between now and the end of the show, which is going to wrap up in like between 20 and 25 minutes. So I want us to talk about how you raise private money. I want us to talk about how you find the deals because you're an expert at finding off-market deals. And just to make sure everybody knows what we're talking about, the definition of an off-market deal is simply, it's not in the multiple listing service. It's a for sale by owner, or it's a property that the person actually doesn't even know they're going to be selling yet until you contact them. So it's an off-market property. And then thirdly, if time permits, I want us to come back to what you said a moment ago, and that is... How is it you slow down the conversation? And really, what does your conversation sound like when you, as the acquisitionist, are talking to a seller? So let's come back to raising private money. Sure. So, private money, I mean, you know, we can talk about where you find them. What do you say to them? How do you get the word out? Do you negotiate on interest rate or do you just present a particular program? So, Let me help us with the questions. First of all, okay, first of all, let's define who a private lender is. So in your world, Dave, who or what is a private lender?
2: A private lender in my world is somebody who is or was a high income earner their whole life maybe they had a small business or a really good job or a practice of some sort like a dentist or a doctor and now they are in the retirement years and they maybe have sold their practice sold their business but they have liquid cash and they want to be a passive investor and we essentially you know, just educate these people but who they are as a demographic or you know kind of You know how they live is a high, a former high income earner, somebody who maybe has money, is interested in real estate, but is not wanting to do the day to day rehabbing houses and dealing with tenants.
1: So, could this possibly be like doctors or dentists or chiropractors or any of those type people?
2: Absolutely, that is the. That's very, very good. Optometrists. We have a couple eye doctors who lend us money. And really, it's just maybe somebody who is a high-income earner or a former high-income earner who, you know, they have money sitting in the stock market, they have money sitting in the bank, and they just don't really understand how to really make money grow. They know they need to be making money grow. They know mutual funds, they know stocks, but they also know that there's another way and they just are open to learning about it. And that's, that's a key little thing here, Jay, is... If you're out there raising private money and you're new, don't raise private money from somebody who's smarter with money than you are, some some money person. You don't want to raise money from real estate people. If you and I, Jay, were lending our money out to somebody who's brand new, we understand it better than they do. But the terms are heavily going to favor us.
1: And you make a good point, Dave, and the reason is is that when you are schooled and you know what's going on, you don't lend the same way you borrow, do you?
2: No, no. So these are people who, they have money. They're smart to understand that there is another way to make money in real estate, Um, but these are not like hard money lenders. These are not self-proclaimed lenders. You actually teach them to be a lender. And a lot of the way we do this, Jay, is we help them pull money or transfer their money out of the stock market and put it into a self-directed Roth IRA. And we link them up with a self-directed Roth IRA custodian, and then all the lending happens out of that is very, very common in my world.
1: Yes. I've got 48 private lenders right now, funding our business and funding our deals. And over half of them are using self-directed IRAs that we introduced them to. In fact, 100% of our private lenders utilizing that strategy. In fact, 100% of our private lenders, coming from our warm market or people that we had some kind of relationship with never heard of private money, never heard of self-directed IRAs. So what I do, Dave, and I'm sure you do too is I frame myself as a teacher. How about you?
2: I do frame myself as as really a, an expert, you know, and reputation is key, Jay, and you got to earn your stripes. Like when we were first borrowing private money, I'm almost embarrassed to talk about how bad the terms were. But Those early days of borrowing really expensive money, that's what gave us the track record because we had to kick and scratch. And you know, you've got to earn your stripes some way. And I'll just say that to your listeners if you're brand new, it's okay to pay a little bit more than a guy who's got a couple thousand deals under his belt. He's earned his stripes, he's drove the cost of money down with his experience. But we used to pay astronomical rates and give away equity, this, that, and the other, just to get our foot in the door. But once that experience started to build up, the cost of money came down and we're much more easily able to educate people just based on previous deals and kind of how how it all works. But yeah, very much you got to educate them.
1: Yeah. So Dave, you know, in my world, there's two primary markets or categories where we get private money and where we do business with the individuals. That's people that we already have some kind of relationship with. And then there are those people that we don't have a relationship with, but we're looking to start a relationship. So here's my question. The majority of your private money and private lenders, did you already know these people and have some kind of relationship? Or were these people brand new to your world when they started hearing about your private lending program?
2: Already had a relationship. So our very first private money lender was somebody that I used to wholesale deals to. It was a real estate guy. And that's why the terms weren't too favorable. That's why I learned. (laughs) Um, But then from there, it came from, you know, a woman, a friend of ours. So there was already a relationship there. She introduced us to another friend. He was kind of like the next level of money raising. And from the experience built there, it really just came from friends of friends, you know, referral. So there is Mm -hmm. some kind of warm relationship there and really i can't stress enough like you got to get out there and get some experience under your belt and the more you do the more the money starts pouring in you know you do a good job out there you pay people back which i know you teach very much jay you guys you teach it the right way your reputation is everything you get your first couple deals under your belt and just wait the money's going to start lining up for you just ask everybody and let me just give a quick nugget here jay it's much easier. If you're uncomfortable asking somebody to be a private lender, just ask if they have any friends who might be interested. That's all you do. Just ask, you might, if you've got any friends, you know, this is what I do. It's so much easier of a conversation and so less pressure.
1: Oh, you know what, Dave, that's exactly what I did with my very first private lender. I went up to him after church on Bible study on a Wednesday night and, and I asked to visit with him, you know, in private. And in short, I told him that I was now opening up my real estate investing business people to that I know and trust, and it's going to be by referral only. And I'm paying, you know, really, really high rates of return, safely and securely. And I said, you know, you know, everybody in this town, you're plugged in, you know, you're, you've been self-employed, you're an entrepreneur, you're all involved in the Rotary Club. When you run across somebody that's complaining, now this was 10 years ago, okay, but it still works today. I said, when you run across somebody that's complaining about what they're getting in the on their certificates of deposit or you know the volatility of the stock market, would you mind referring them to me for my high-paying program? And of course, you can imagine what his next statement or question was, and that was, "Well, what have you got in mind there, brother Jay?" And he became, you know, my next private lender. So you're exactly right. Just asking them to spread the word.